3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Thursday. It's a special Thursday. at Cinco de Mayo. And, of course, I said to Tyler, fire up the Traegers. And he's done just that. Roasted chicken enchiladas, chips and guac. And I said, give me some margarita maybe. And he goes, well, Traeger's got a Traegerita. I said, yeah, cook it on the, the grill. So uh, that's what we have on a uh, special day here, a meet Friday on Thursday, it's Cinco de Mayo. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Anybody going out tonight for Cinco de
1: Mayo? Yeah, Paul? Yeah, pretty standard. I, I, that's what I like. It gets a little uh, sloppy some places, but we got a, a good place locally. Hmm. We usually go out, my wife and I, and some of the other local couples. It's a grand time. Wow. <laughs> okay.
3: I have gone to a party where the, I go over and the guy greets me and he's got a sombrero on. Yeah. And then I'm going, I can't do it. I can't, I, I just can't do it. And then they'll go, come on in. We got to, some cerveza. And I go, oh, God. So everything has got to be with an accent. I go, okay, all right. I'll, I'll have a cerveza. And then uh, it gets out of hand. Next thing you know that, you know, the tequila you're putting in the margaritas is just, there's just tequila. People are having tequila, and then that's when you go. I got to get up in the morning. I got to make sure I get up in the morning. Yes, Todd.
4: That party sounds chili con corny. <laughs> <laughs> Can't walk in there sombreros and surveys. <laughs> you know what? Next year, maybe. All
3: right, here we chili go. Chili con corny. Cinco de Mayo sports names. Todd, what, Paulie? <laughs>
1: At least sixty percent of them have nothing to do with the Mexican culture, food. Or Cinco de Mayo. Okay, that's that, a prep.
3: That doesn't stop it him. Does if you were a look at we'll a shot. <laughs> okay, Todd, here we go. Cinco de Mayo sports names. The first one, which Paulie hated the most, and rightfully so,
4: had Bobby Wine. No, I'm that's not. That's, it has nothing that, to do that, with it.
3: Okay. Nobody goes, man. I love Cinco de Mayo because of the wine. Fair enough. Taco Fall. All right, I'm okay with that one. OJ Mayo. No, no, it's Mayo. <laughs> it's not bad. bad. It's it's Cinco Mayo. de Mayo. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. <sighs>
4: Tony Piñata, Tony Pena, Tony Piñata. No, that's that's horrible. Okay, I got Mariachi Pierce, the tennis player, Mariachi Pierce. Mary Pierce. Butch Beer. Some
3: people drink beer, right? No, but that's Butch Beard, and that's a reference out of the 70s. How about Margarita Court? All right, Margaret Court, tennis player. How old is (laughs) Margaret? Margaret Court's older than me.
4: Yeah, probably. Ale Bumry.
3: No.
4: Ale Bumry, Oriole, you love Ale Bumry. All right, David Cognac. David
3: Cognac. Is it Cognac it, French? Cognac. It, it, it's Cognac. It is Cognac. You have a David Cohn. <laughs> it <Yeah>. wouldn't work. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm okay with it. Bloody Mary Carrillo? Bloody Mary Carrillo. <laughs> but someone's got to be drinking a Bloody Mary, today. But no, it's, that's not Cinco de Mayo. Bloody Maria. Continue.
4: Kamakazlet. Everybody likes a good kamikaze-let. Bruce Coslet. What does that have like to do? That's code. Japanese. A kamikaze. These
3: are just different well, No, People no. That. The, see, that's when... Uh,
4: if you don't like that, then these are going to be a problem. I, no,
3: like, then I, I can't. Do I it. had
4: daiquiri Prescott. <laughs>
3: Nobody's having daiquiris tonight. What about an Edgar Renta Sangria? That, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with Edgar Renta Sangria. If someone put something in your drink, it was spike over. No, that's not happening.
4: And you get a little Buzz Peterson you know, if you feel a little too much.
3: All right. Sammy Sober. No. Sammy Sober. Uh, Sammy Sober. No, that's such a stretch. Uh, Lime Ricky Henderson?
4: Seems like so. Lime Ricky Henderson. Pete La Cocktail. Pedro Bourbon, Pedro and Pedro, Pedro Bourbon, old no. red.
3: See, Mini you... Mimosa. No, that's it. Mini Mimosa. <laughs> yeah. Mini Mimosa. So when people say you pick on Fritzy, this is why this is I why. pick on Fritzy. Yeah. If you did five names that were actually relevant and clever, then it's a whole run. I should run. just give you Edgar to Sangria and walk off and i in the end of it. I would have been fine with that, and so you would gotta the audience. you got to push the envelope like that. Uh, don't miss Killing It, the new Peacock original starring Craig Robinson. The series is from the comedy minds of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Streaming now. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Poll question: Hour two, Seaton. Well, Dan, I'll give you the results to
2: hour one, oh, um, okay. which has been somewhat controversial on the old Twitter sphere um, okay. because we didn't put in Thanksgiving or Christmas. But right now, Cinco de Mayo is getting twenty nine percent of the vote. Memorial, Labor Day, on July Fourth. Sixty-seven percent of the vote. I am just insulted with less than four percent say
3: Saint Patrick's Day. I think you know you have a good corned beef. It's you know it's one time of the year where you go, yep, it tastes it somehow tastes even better. Usually because the weather is a little chillier and you have that with a nice cold beer. But no, that's not a great day for food. People saying. uh uh, Super Bowl Sunday, which is
2: not actually a holiday, but it should be.
3: Should be. Well, Monday after Super Bowl should be a holiday. Eight seven seven three DP show email address dp at danpatrick.com, dot com. Twitter handle the DP show. I was wondering where some of these uh, colleges stand with uh, preseason betting odds, and I check with DraftKings. Alabama plus two hundred right now, but there's uh, talk that they might land. The wide receiver from Pitt who won the Bolitnikoff Award, Jordan Addison. Uh, they already got their quarterback in Bryce Young. And then I was curious about USC's odds. They got Caleb Williams. Their odds to win improved by plus 500. USC was plus 3,000 to win the national championship, now plus 2,500. Georgia's plus 300. Ohio State plus 500. Clemson plus plus. 1200 Yeah. Uh, subject to change, you know, the, the portal, transfer portal, and you've got uh, the Pac-12 and the SEC in Washington, D.C. I don't know what the strategy is of the Pac-12 and the SEC, because normally they're not partners in anything. Because if the SEC is going to Washington, D.C. to talk about name, image, and likeness, And the Pac-12 is. I would view those conferences differently. Plus, is the SEC are they is Greg Sankey their commissioner going to argue on behalf of Vanderbilt? Like, are they arguing for competitive balance? That's what I'm curious about. Because if I'm the SEC, it's you either have it or you don't. And there are certain schools that just don't have it, and they're never going to have it. Are you going to give that that, the opportunity to, you know, is there a salary cap with this? So everybody gets, I mean, Vandy's probably got some pretty deep pockets there. I don't know if they're going to spend the money for that football team or you're going to want to go. You know, the name or the school I haven't heard anything about is Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got money. You still got to get into Notre Dame. But I don't know if this is one of those where Notre Dame says, well, we're above this. Because this strikes me as, remember when Duke didn't take one and dones? And then all of a sudden they took a lot of one and duns. You know, we, we don't go for the one and done. We want somebody who's going to go to this university, and uh, we hope they graduate from here. Now it feels like, hey, you better get involved in this, or people are going to blow right by you. And I don't know if Notre Dame gets involved in the NIL, how involved they get in uh, involved in the NIL. But you have the Pac-12 SEC commissioners meeting with politicians in D.C. Yes, Paul.
1: Yeah, you can find some things on Notre Dame recruiting websites that talk about some of the NIL deals they've had, but they've kept it more close to the vest. So you can some of their athletes have tweeted out deals that they've gotten, but they don't seem to be giant deals. It's it's more they're dribbling out details.
3: Uh, John in Pennsylvania joins us leading off this hour. Hi, John. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hey, bud. hey guys. Yep.
5: Hey, six uh, two two seventeen, and uh, real quick, I want to thank you. I want to interject that uh, uh, last time I called you, I was six two two forty, and 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 uh, since you turned me on to cereal, I've been eating honey nut Cheerios every morning, and and I'm down like twenty three pounds. All right, so great job, thank you.
1: Yeah. So listen, um, what I'm concerned about with this right, nil, uh, John, real quick, how, how old are you?
5: I am fifty-three years old.
1: And Dan gave you the concept of cereal. He introduced you to cereal at age fifty-three. That's why uh, you, well, you'd heard of it before.
5: He, re, he reintroduced me to cereal, Paulie. He reintroduced <laughs> me to cereal.
3: He turned me on. Whoa. to The cereal. Whoa! Oh, okay. Uh, what, yeah, what, yeah, else yeah, yeah, yeah. what else do you have? What else do you have, Joe?
5: So, so what, looking into the future with this nil, what's going to happen? Uh, it's gonna happen is a booster or boosters and maybe they're not gonna be able to pull it off with Saban or with Dabo, but they're gonna come into uh coaches meetings and locker rooms and say, Hey, I've got this uh, million dollar kid and I want him to get twenty five carries or I want him to get fifteen targets or I wanna make sure that this kid my boy gets so much. how is the NIL money going to affect the game in the sense that, um, w- 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 hey, we're paying these boys not to sit on the bench. I want to make sure my kid gets his 100 yards.
3: I want to make sure that. Yeah, but you want your team to win. You want your school to win. It's not, hey, I spent this money on this kid. You did. And maybe he is not panning out, as a lot of players who come in with a lot of hype don't pan out. You're going to have to have language in these deals. You've got to be a starter. Uh, if you leave, then the contract's null and void. We, there's a lot of things to work through here. But do we start interviewing boosters? Are they available? Does the booster show up at the introductory press conference to say, uh, you know what, we got an NIL deal and we're going to uh, spend – Jimmy uh, you know this amount of money on Jimmy Lipper it's going to be a, a 3 year 6 million dollar deal and then maybe we'll break it down you know get a signing bonus I don't know where we're headed and I don't blame the players because the grown-ups could have seen this should have seen this coming that's it and they chose not to the NCAA put their heads in the sand and you know You go from, hey, lights out at 11 o'clock in this town. Then all of a sudden, there is no curfew. And then you go, wait a minute, there's no curfew. That's what you have. College football. used to have a curfew. Now you don't. Everybody is doing whatever they need to do for themselves. Selfish. But I don't blame them. You got a chance? Take advantage of it. What's the percentage of players who play in the NFL? succeed in the NFL, play more than three years in the NFL. The more players that you tell them, hey, this is for your future. Thank you for what you're doing now. This is for your future. I said a long time ago, I thought you could have a carrot that you would dangle once you graduated. I don't care when you graduate. I want you to come back and graduate. Jameis Winston just came back and got his degree. I applaud him for that. I'm glad he did. He's going to be set with money that he's making in the NFL. But if I say X number of dollars is going to be available for you, this is before name, image, and likeness. I just thought, hey, how can I sort of pay you? And that was one that I thought of. If you graduate, then we'll give you a certain amount of money. That's you know some kind of stipend there. But college football, they just didn't want to share the revenue. That was the big deal. And then they avoided it, and they thought, whew, we sidestepped that big issue. No, you didn't. Now you got an even wilder West. We don't want to spend any... We don't want to give you any money. Okay. All these other people are willing to give us money. And they got their hand out. I, 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 I was sort of joking yesterday when I said, I think if I'm a big-time recruit or I'm, a, I'm going to transfer, I put myself up on eBay. I don't know if you can physically put yourself up on eBay to bid, but, I mean, this is really what it is. My rights are going to be, my name, image, and likeness are going to be for sale on eBay if I'm a a big-time athlete. Because that's what this is. When you have a player saying, starting price, for me, is $2.5 million. Starting. The average package for a big-time recruit to come in is $100,000. You're going to piece all that together? How much money are you going to spend? How much money could it take to turn a program around? I think those are the interesting things. But I don't begrudge these players. The transfer portal, all right. I don't think you should be able to transfer in the same conference. I have a problem with that. But if you want to transfer, but you're going to have – Here's here's the big traffic jam that's going to happen. You're going to have X number of schools who are going to be able to afford all these players, or they're going to be the highest bidder. Well, there's only so many players who are going to be able to transfer and play. You could be a big-time quarterback. They may already have a big-time quarterback, but, man, they pay a lot of money there. I think that's going to be an issue as well. How many schools are going to pay this kind of money? and what's that going to mean for a glut of those in the uh, transfer portal. Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. And we'll uh, talk about basketball last night, the Heat and the 76ers, Miami up two games to none. The Suns roll the Mavericks up two games to none. We're uh, no NBA tonight. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick show. Link Soul today. I've got Link Soul on. Seaton's got Link Soul. Oh, that's Link Soul. i had not seen that before. Who, me, yeah, 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 Damn. it is Link Soul. Oh, I didn't know that. I like that color. Uh, Fritzy you got you have I got Link Soul, Link
4: Soul p- uh, pants on, sweatpants on.
3: Oh, very cozy. Okay, Marv Link Soul hoodie. Yeah, looking clean. Yeah, I got a hoodie as well. Spring 22's landed at Link Soul, looks and feels incredible, and uh, it's kind of loungewear. They call it stealth leisure. Uh, you got the Saturday shorts, you got the graphic hoodie, the boardwalker shorts. They uh, can double as swim trunks as well. They're made with a special four-way stretch fabric that's lightweight, fast drying, and above all else, insanely comfortable. The fabric is so popular, Link Soul also makes pants that I have on and windbreakers out of the fabric as well. If you're a new customer, get 15% off your first order and free shipping. Let them know that we sent you. Go to LinkSoul.com, L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L, to see the entire spring line. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable.
6: When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments
3: To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. On my podcast, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, I'm joined by two of the brightest minds in gambling, my friend Bad Larry from New Jersey and our graphics guy Dylan, Dylan wrote this. That's why he put the brightest minds in the gambling world. Tap in weekly as I attempt to uh, steer the ship while these guys make picks on just about everything. You can uh, find Dan Patrick takes a gamble at our website or on Apple Podcast. We will have we will tape a podcast today. We'll look at the uh, Kentucky Derby. A lot of NBA uh, picks on there as well, but uh, Bad Larry's been doing this a long time. He's been a friend for about 20 years, and I just thought, you know what? Let me let America be exposed to the greatness of Bad Larry. Yeah, he... Seaton. Dylan is about
2: three weeks away from possibly being an Emmy Award winning graphics producer. Yeah. Isn't that remarkable? <laughs> yeah. It's an amazing story.
3: They, it, it, it's a remarkable thing. Well, we give you the opportunity. I mean, Marvin is a c- couple of weeks away Yes. from winning a sports Emmy. Yes. I mean, he helped build this place carrying cables. He wasn't really going to be involved with the show, and now look at him. That feels more in line with what Marvin
2: does, where Dylan, uh, it felt like it was like, all right, who's going to do graphics? Right, I'll do it.
3: Well, then you got uh, the big German back there. Yes. He's, he's the director of an Emmy-nominated program there. Yes. That's pretty incredible.
8: That really
2: is, considering the directors we had. That's amazing.
3: Yes, Todd.
4: And he drew up, like, the whole plan. This was like a bunch of nothing. It was just walls and floors and ceilings, and he got it done in the time frame that it needed to over, like, a three-month period. I still find that amazing. It went from nothing to this.
3: Yes, Paulie.
1: Yeah, but, but Dylan kind of looks like a guy who has one of those house arrest bands around his ankle. Yeah, he does. You know, where yeah. things aren't going so well. <laughs> yeah. He's very good at his job. He's a great guy. But yeah. when, you, when you see him walking down the street, like, you can't tell whether he's like a, a tech billionaire or a guy who's on parole.
2: Yeah. Might get you good odds on, a, on the game tonight. Or, <laughs> or he's in witness protection.
7: Right. Yes, Marv. I was, to Paulie, you haven't seen him with shorts on in a while, so you don't know whether he has an ankle bracelet or not. Okay. I'm not sure.
3: Yesterday... Like, late in the afternoon, a lot of the backroom guys playing basketball. Marv was playing, but some of the other guys. And there should be a warning. There should be a something on the door when I walk in that should let me know if Dylan has his shirt off. <laughs> because I thought it was Girls Gone Wild when I walked in. Dylan had his shirt off, and I went, wow. Girls Gone Mild. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some bad basketball. I watched for, I think maybe seven to 10 minutes and nobody scored. And I, I thought maybe you guys should just stop. Like it's just bad. And then Marvin's so proud that he, he goes, yeah, we won. We won seven to one. I go, oh my God. Yes, Marv. I didn't say that proudly. I just said it like <laughs> the sky is blue. Of course it, we won. It's, it, it. it. Sounded a little braggadocious. Uh, no, not with who we were playing. Somebody had to be the best player on the floor, and I'm going to guess that was you, Marv. By default. Yes, it was. Um, I was watching you know, the Suns and the Mavs, and it feels like the the Suns know that Luka's going to get his. The question is, is anybody else going to step up for Dallas? And when your next two scores get a 16 and 11, you're in trouble. Because Phoenix now, with Booker back and Chris Paul playing at a very high level, you need... You're not going to have one A with Luca, but if you have, you know, one C, then, you know, that can help you. We thought Porzingis was going to be that star and uh, he's not going to live up to uh, his billing. But here's the thing that you do sometimes with scores. Luka is averaging 40 points a game, but I got to make him work at the defensive end. I got to make him cover Devin Booker, Chris Paul. I got to tire him out because he's not a good defender. He's going to get 35 or 40, but is he giving up 28? Well, that's not a, you know, that ratio is not good. That won't work out for Dallas. But, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you know, they're when they combine for 58 points, 60 points, then, you know, you got to make Luka work. And, you know, hopefully that affects him on the offensive end, but take advantage of that matchup. Because he's going to get hit. It's just like when Bird would guard somebody. You'd be like, you got to take it to him and make sure you score and don't make it so lopsided that you got to make him work at the other end. And most scores don't want to play defense, don't want to play at the other end. But that's where you go. I want you engaged down here. You got to guard me. And you saw Luca, Luca trying to guard Chris Paul on the perimeter. That's not good. That's. Uh, That's a poor defensive philosophy. If I'm Luca, I say to Chris Paul, I'm going to give you the jumper. I'm not letting you inside. I'll give anybody the jumper. I just don't want you getting inside. You get inside, you get us in foul trouble. And give credit to the Phoenix Suns. I mean, when you're shooting, what, 80% in the fourth quarter? I think I got that, uh, that stat right. They were 16 of 19 in the fourth quarter. 84%. Phoenix shot 64% for the game, the best postseason shooting percentage since game two of the 2013 Western Conference finals, uh, quarterfinals. Golden State shot uh, just a little bit better than uh, what Phoenix did last night.
4: Start of the day. Start of the day. day. Start of the day.
3: Start of the day.
4: Start of the day.
3: And Chris Paul, fourteen of his twenty eight came in the fourth quarter. I mean that's Chris Paul fourth quarter, that's that's been money. But he takes twos. That's what he does. He's really good at taking twos. And after a while, you look and you go, God, he's got twenty five points. He's got twenty eight points, you know, then it starts to add up. That's where I gotta make Luca work. But if you're the Mavs, you better get well, there's nothing you can do. It's you you hope that Dinwiddie and Brunson have big games. If not, you're gonna get swept. And the Heat with the 76ers, like game three could determine, and I know this is a stretch, not meant to be a hot take. Let's say the Heat win game three. I feel like the Bucks and the Celtics are gonna go seven games. If I'm Miami and I can put away Philadelphia and have maybe six to nine or ten days to get ready, that's a big advantage there. If Chris Middleton can't play, then maybe this ends uh, a little sooner than that. But I look at Golden State in Memphis. That feels like that's a seven-game series, a slugfest. And if Phoenix can put away Dallas, you know, you're getting Devin Booker back, uh, get him a little healthier. But we, you know, we're so reactionary. It's like, uh, are the Suns the best team? And then if they had lost last night, we wouldn't go, are the Suns the best team? Is Miami the best team? You, know, you start, Are the Celtics still the best team? I don't know. It's, it's day-to-day. It's game-to-game. And we've seen one injury. You know, Gary Payton out. Is Dylan Brooks going to get suspended for that play? He should. But I don't know if they will suspend him. Uh, let's see, what do we have here? By the way, Ben Simmons, back surgery, and there's, I have, I always have more questions than I can get answers to. When did you know about this? When did he know about this? I thought it was just mental. Now it's physical. He said it was mental. I don't, you get a guy from Philly that he had a pre-existing back issue, that like, what did the doctors see, not see? they're. Options of trying to work through this, herniated disc. Why not have this last season? I got questions. We don't have answers. And we won't for another three or four months when maybe he's going to be able to play. He won't play summer league probably. I mean, we may next time I see him. is in uh, preseason. Crazy. All right, some phone, uh, phone calls here. Uh, Derek in Iowa. Hi, Derek. What's on your mind today?
9: Hey, Dan. Hope everybody's doing well today. Um, My heart was kind of aching for Fritzian and Cinco de Mayo sports name, so I wanted to help him out. Oh, boy. Um, He was a former Brave, Ranger, Red Sox, Marlin, Diamondback, Tiger, and Blue Jay with a career batting average of .232. Former catcher, Jared salt Alimachia.
3: Okay. (laughs) That's a big windup there.
4: That's a good one, though. Thank
3: you, Derek. Thank you. Salta my macchia. Nice pace delivery. Okay. Right. <laughs> Todd takes it personally. That was very good. As I know, said, but, that's, but that's I can that's tell. That's more the relevant look,
4: than a lot of mine.
3: No, the look on your face is like, all It's all more right, of my like, disappointment in myself that I, I didn't I, think of that I
4: one. A, that's what it is. Yeah.
3: Like
2: somebody said, uh, I looked over at Todd and said Sammy Salsa was the one.
0: Which is it better than, than Sammy, Sammy Sober.
3: So, yeah, Sammy Sober is not funny, but Sammy Salsa. Okay. All right. Don't give me that one. Steve, Jimmy.
4: Steve Mariachi was another one.
3: All right. I'll give you that one. Steve Mariucci. I like that. I didn't come up with him. Uh Jimmy and Phoenix. I know. It was good. Jimmy and Phoenix.
5: <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo, fellas. 4'2", 93 <laughs> pounds. Yeah. I'm just a little piñata. Hey, being in the Southwest, Cinco de Mayo is bigger than Christmas here. I got to tell you something. Uh, The family and I like to celebrate at a local authentic spot here in Phoenix. Uh, They offer two tacos for $1.99. And there's even talk about them expanding. Maybe someday you'll get one of these places in your town. And I hope I'm pronouncing their name correctly. Have you heard of... (laughs) Jack in the box.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> Once again, a big wind up. You know? And here's the pitch. John in Florida. Hi, John, what's on your mind today? Mr. Patrick, how are you? Great John big and, a, and a badly distributed two twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think
5: I have a really good poll question, but first, just to help Todd a little, Margarita Court.
3: Yeah. Uh, he, so my he, poll- had, he had that one. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, uh,
5: the poll question is, and it could be a debate between the Danette so put it up as a poll question
3: Can Marvin palm a volleyball? A volleyball? Okay, i think thinking golf ball. Yeah, wow, <laughs> the softball. <laughs> By the way, has anybody noticed the um, the gift that I got in the mail? That's right there in front of Marvin's computer screen. It's a uh, small hands. I, I I don't know what it's used for, but I had one of the listeners who sent that in, and it's uh, it, it's got a character. I don't know if that's uh, like Urkel or something. But it looks like that's Marv. Unfortunately for
2: Marvin, uh living in the meme era it has been I mean, Twitter and social media, it's just all over the small hands thing. Yeah. All over. It's a it's a daily thing that
3: even I'm getting and I'm not even I'm not the small hands guy anymore. So yeah. Well if you're watching on Peacock, you can you can see that somebody sent in and then if you take those out, Marv, have you seen the really small hands that are in there? Somebody sent that in. I I thought that they made it up. I mean, I love this audience that they have a sense of humor. and They send in a lot of different things. So uh, Marv is right now. If you're watching on Peacock, he is pulling out the trying to small... having a little tough time <laughs> opening yeah. the box. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. So there's some small hands there, Marv. In his hands, they look like regular size hands. They <laughs> do. I wish Allstate would hire Marvin. You're in good small hands. Like, just, just. We're here for small business. Wow. Look at those little hands. Look at those little little things there. Little hands.
2: Yeah, he's a good sport. He is. Marvin's a good sport. He is. Mario couldn't handle a small
3: Oh hands, no, though. no. Mario still is sensitive about the air ball that he had. I love that somehow everything comes back to a shot at Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and it should. Hell, yes. It should. Uh, Tom in South Dakota. Hi, Tom. Man, it's been a weird
9: show. Yeah. Uh, hey, Tom, what's hey. on your mind? Hey. Yep. Hey, five, five foot floor, a crap brick house, 155 firm pounds. Wow. Hey, I was just going to give a uh, – I'm not a lawyer, but I think that qualifies me to be a DP show, a legal intern at least. Sure. But I was just going to give a comment on the um, why the NCAA is going to Congress for help on the NIL, uh, NIL issue. you got to remember that the Supreme Court already determined that they violated antitrust laws, so they can't – have a discussion with two or more entities or two or more people on this, or they may be in violation of the antitrust law again. So I think that's why NCAA is quiet. There's no real fix for them to um, come up with a strategy to limit or salary cap NIL money. So each school is on their own, and they can't even have a discussion with other entities. Yeah, but and
3: thank you, Tom, for the phone call. If that's the case, then why aren't all the commissioners there? Or why not commissioners from the Big Ten, ACC? You know, if it's that important, and those are the schools that are going to be affected more than anybody else. And I don't know if they care about parity, because if you cared about parity, Alabama is going to spend more money than Vanderbilt is. Vanderbilt's still not going to be any good. And they probably choose to spend their money differently with their boosters. But. I don't know if you can have parity even in the SEC. Yes, Eden. I think the parity talk is just, uh, what's that, like a red herring?
2: Yeah. Like a thing you are just meant to chase yeah. while they're actually trying <laughs> to solve the real issue, which is how do we get our hands on some of this money? Yeah. I'm I'm guessing that, yeah, what about parity? Parody? Parity has been dead for 30 years. Yes, Paul.
1: I'm reading all the articles this morning. It's very unclear why the Pac-12 and the SEC commissioners are down there talking to senators. But the Pac-12 commissioner did talk to ESPN. He said the, the goal is to... Um, enforce rules prohibiting the use of NIL as a pay-for-play thing, where you're paid a million dollars to sign with a school, but what are you doing for that school to earn your NIL money? They're, 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 they want to get rules in place where you have to earn the money you get. It has to be commensurate to the work you're doing for...
3: The NCAA can't police anything, though. How are they going to police this? Are they going to see if you're actually... You know, sitting in the football stands and they run the sprinklers that run automatically, but that's your job and we're going to pay you five. And who's to say what the job is worth?
1: And they're all the the pectoral Commissioner also talked about, will will athletes be, be de- deemed university employees in some way, the, thus not eligible for a scholarship anymore, where that could be a thing where the government gets involved. They they yield their scholarship. That could be a thing where the school save money by not having to do any more scholarships.
3: Yeah. I think everything's on the table right now. They're trying to figure this out because this this offseason is going to say a lot about, I think, the future of college football. It's big business, the structure of it. Are we going to have a super conference? You're going to have 32 to 40 schools where they're going to be the haves and then the have-nots? How does that affect March Madness? March Madness is about the underdog. If all of a sudden you get five or ten you know, programs, Go all in and, you know, they're going to be buying a lot of these players or the players are going to want to transfer to these schools. Then you might not get those great Cinderella stories. Maybe you get somebody who's spent two or three years at a school. Hey, we'd love to have you for that final year. You are playing in a mid-major. We're going to give you some real money here to help us. Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. Top of the hour, Mark Sanchez, former NFL quarterback, has some interesting thoughts about Ryan Tannehill and the role that he plays mentoring Malik Willis. And we'll talk to Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT. We'll get his thoughts on uh, what has transpired so far in the NBA. And does he think it's best for LeBron to leave? Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
8: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: A subtle reminder, our stats of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, Gary Payton second out for at least a month with the fractured elbow. I'm just curious if the NBA rules on Dylan Brooks and suspends him for Game 3. He could come back if Golden State makes it to the finals that Gary Payton II would be able to play, or at least that's the time frame that they have. More phone calls coming up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Lathan in Texas joins us on the show. Hi, Lathan, what's on your mind?
9: Hey, DP, first time, long time, six foot one and too dang much. Um, I have a question for the room. If Madison Bumgarner's hands were as small as Marvin's hands, what do you've gotten during all the baseball game yesterday? Wow, wow,
3: wow. That's a cheap shot. I'm not going to stand for that, Marvin. I'm disappointed that Tyler let that caller through to make fun of you. Thanks for the support, DP. Yeah, I got you. Did you see where uh, Patrick Beverly took a shot at the Golden State Warriors after John Morant put up 47? Patrick Beverly, who is, by the way, at home, not playing in the playoffs, was saying a uh, you know, 47 piece and it said uh, something about, uh, I never did that in the series against us. No, he didn't, but um, they, did, they did eliminate you. Yes, Marv.
7: On Twitter, they're calling Patrick Beverly. Play NP.
3: <laughs> There's certain athletes who are pretty good at you know kind of making sure that they're always in the news. And Patrick Beverly has made a career out of doing this. You know, he used to be a good defender. He's not anymore. Um, you know, that's the hard part when when you're supposed to be a really good defender and then you're not a really good defender. Then what are you? Now you become you know somebody who's a Designated pest. That's really what it's it's all about. I'm curious what Minnesota looks like next year because I don't see D'Angelo Russell being there. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, you have something there. I just need Carl Anthony Towns to be a little bit more in the postseason uh, than you, you've shown. And he was great in the regular season. But Anthony Edwards is real. That's He's the real deal very very entertaining. And Adam Sandler has a movie coming out this summer. And you're going to watch that movie, if you watch it, and Anthony Edwards is in that movie, and you're going to swear that he's had acting classes or he he is an actor. I mean, he's that good in this movie that I'm I'm involved in. Yeah, more.
7: He's so entertaining. He's one of the few athletes like I would love to have on on the show because I know he would be great. Because anything he says, he he named his dog Anthony Edwards Jr. because he's good at everything, just like <laughs> Anthony Edwards Sr. Uh,
3: John in Cincinnati. Hi, John.
5: Hey, DP. If, if you were disappointed that Tyler put that last one through, you're really going to be disappointed now. Um, I, I got a, I got a few uh, Cinco to Milo sports names Todd missed. I don't know how I missed
3: these. Oh, boy.
5: Okay. Well, you have the uh, famous Atlanta Brave Chip Jones, um, he goes great with uh, Sammy Salsa, okay. and uh, then of course you have, you have the famous pirate and Met Bobby Tortilla. Okay.
8: okay.
3: Uh,
5: and 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 I got two more. These are a stretch, so these are right up Todd's alley. Oh, the, uh, these
3: are going to be stretches. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so you got you got the uh, the current Brooklyn net. This is a little bit of a it's a play on the nickname too. But you got Queso Durant, So Durant. K. So Durant. Oh. And uh, of course, Pedro Martinez's most famous pitch was the chimney uh, the change up. Okay.
2: All right.
4: It's not easy. It's not easy. No,
3: it's <laughs> <laughs> all that proves. It's really all this proof. Is John in Cincinnati related to in any way?
4: <laughs> it's very possible. Because <laughs> mine are at best a push with those.
3: Well, oh, at least he's got its reds. Oh, oh man. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Cincinnati Reds are off to one of the worst starts in the history of baseball. Yeah, Paul.
1: It, it may be the worst, Dan. They're 3-21. They've been outscored by 82 runs. No other team in the bigs have been, has been outscored by even 40 runs. I think we're checking the numbers, but it, it, it feels like it might be one of the worst months of theirs or any other life.
3: Now when the owner's son comes on and does some comments you know, and says, you know, what are you going to do? We'll, we can take the team. You might say, you know, on second thought, why don't you go ahead and take him? You, know, you want to take him to Vegas? Go ahead. Take him to Vegas. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind?
6: What up, though? One time for chat Rowe. Uh, it's going to be kind of hard following that one. Actually, I think John in Cincinnati just – Say it's because, my goodness, listen, dude, with so much going on with these referees, with Draymond Green getting tossed, then the Phantom Fire at the end of the Golden State game with him and John Morant, now Madison Baumgartner, my question to you is this. So much money is being pumped into these sporting events through the betting agencies and betting apps, and that's basically what's taking over. Do you see something where they'll have – the commissioners of various sports make the umpires, make the referees, be available for questioning because some things I'm just you sit there and you just wonder and it's like you have to have somebody say something about that. Also, I am so happy that this situation happened with Madison Baumgartner because I love it when you do your. <laughs> I've
3: been listening to that for years, dude. It makes my day, dog. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff, in Detroit. Yeah, you know, when you want answers to a call, that's going to cost you money. I mean, this goes back to the integrity of the sport. If somebody has a bias against somebody, it felt like there was something going on between this umpire and Madison Bumgarner. That felt personal. And when people start betting, betting more, betting in, in the stadium, then it's, you're, you're asking for trouble. And I think that the league should get out in front of this and say, this is why this happened. I, don't, I just don't think, you know, the days of we don't have to tell anybody anything. We don't have to meet with anybody, any of the umpires or officials. I just think you're going to have to have pretty much a designated person who's going to be able to find out some answers here when there is controversy. Final hour coming up. Two of our favorites, Mark Sanchez works for Fox Sports. The role that Ryan Tannehill plays in mentoring Malik Willis and also Jim Jackson. Should LeBron stay in L.A.? Should they trade him? One more item as we close that hour two. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace, paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. And you'll find one-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and French Soccer League. So there's something for everyone at Panini America. And don't miss out on their special NFTs from draft night, the highly anticipated uh, rookie class there. You can share your cards in the public gallery. You can complete challenges to earn exclusive award cards and build a wish list for the items you love. These special cards from the NFL draft won't stick around for long. Make sure you head to the site, create your account today, paniniamerica.net. That's the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan
0: Patrick Show. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.